All right, we're recording. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yep. Where we take uh, your private group text chats and bring it to real life. I'm uh, one of your hosts, aka Tommy Ain't Got No Job, aka We Got Emmys, aka We Got Grammys, aka Producers Produce. And uh, I'm Smug Dude. Love that first smug. And I'm taking the other thing off. I'm not that anymore. I'm Love at First Smug. Oh, well, now nah, we want to hear about your, your, other, your other nickname that you actually gave yourself. We want to hear about that one. President of First Impressions. Yeah, yeah. So good, it's good. So you just, you just gave yourself a nickname. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. I, make, that, that, I make good first impressions, man. Like that, that, la- that last a lifetime. That's how we do in the streets. We just give our own self uh, nicknames now. Yeah, as we drink wine coolers, no question. Oh, okay. So we shouting out wine coolers now. All right, cool. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm I just mean, saying. this is. I mean, I had a drink because this is the second time we had to record this episode. Right? So I figured, <laughs> I, I, figure, I should have said, "Welcome, welcome, welcome to your second of this episode tonight." Whose fault was that? I, I listen. No snitching over here. I, I did kind of. I, I don't the, say no names where I'm from. So in the scrimmage game, I did score like 30 in the scrimmage. Oh, uh, okay. So we so now we, nobody can even hear that, John. We just gonna lie about what we did in that game now. I was just saying I scored like 30 in the scrimmage. <laughs> all right, so you well, we on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google, anything yeah, else? All of those. Say and, it again. Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. We on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Check us out there. Follow us. Like us. Do some other stuff. I don't know that much about Instagram yet. I'm new to the game. So but whatever you do, tag me, tweet at me, all of that. And so we're going to keep it. Uh, we're going to keep this one light. Last week was a little somber. I know uh, you lost your man. Uh, Shout out, man. Yep. You lost him. And, uh, I, you know, I, I feel badly for you on that because I, I know it was your homie. But look, man. When If something happens to me. And you're still around? Yes, sir. And you want to pay a tribute? Mm-hmm. Can you at least tell our 34,000 fans and listeners something good about me, my character? <laughs> like, the tribute was fine. We played his music. You talked a little bit about him. I learned a new word. Um, Pug, Pug him home. Yeah, but, like, you know, if it's me, can you at least say something about my character, man, about me? So we're gonna give you another shot since we talked about uh, uh, doing something twice. Right, right. Yeah, so, yeah. I, you know, I, like I said last week, rest in peace to my man Ren Aaron McGrew. But uh, yeah, last week I just I, I felt like I I felt like I didn't really do a good job. So I, I felt like I really didn't. I'm glad you you noticed it and pointed it out too. I felt like I didn't really talk about him as a man. Um, so this week I'm just going to reference like he he's really he was really a good dude. Um, he had um, he had three daughters, but the thing about Ren was he he had a real real big heart. But he was also the kind of person that no matter what situation you were in, Ren would have your back. 
right? If, if just know that if you knew something's about to happen, something's about to go down, there was nobody, nobody you would want in your corner besides Ren. Right? He was a good dude, but he could also be the dude that you wanted to be with you if something happened. But as I referenced his uh, three daughters, man, I just know once he had his daughters, I just remember him always telling me, man, how, how it changed his life for the better. When you're not just living for yourself, but you're also living for your kid's future. Yeah. Wow. So he's all he he was always only like, man, you got to have you got to have some kids, man. You got to have some kids. He's like, you don't know, man. Like he's like the first whatever years of my life. I don't know how old he was when he first had the kids. He's like. That, he's like, I wasn't really living. He's like, I really didn't start living until I had somebody that I was also living for. Like I said, he had three daughters, man. So rest in peace to my man, Ren. Uh, real good dude. Too young, man. Too young to too young to to, to have died, man. But uh, great guy. And uh, going to miss that, man. Wow. Wow. Yep. I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's definitely a great tribute. Um, yeah. Yep. And so... All right, so A Young. A Young? Nah, it's more like A Young. So it's not A Young? Nah, A Young. So you remember I texted you early this morning? Yeah, it woke me up. I did. Like, yeah. so I, I'm an early riser. Yeah, just just a reminder, you you three hours ahead of me. <laughs> so just just a reminder. So when you, when you text me, like, that, that. Yeah, that, that that was early, man. That 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 was early. Well, well, so I get up five thirty, six o'clock, whatever. And so this 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 morning, uh, uh, my daughter and I were up. She got up early, so like six. She wanted to cook breakfast for everyone, so we're doing the breakfast thing, and you know we kind of you know finish doing that, and then we I sit down and I watch a little TV with her in the morning before. I get the day started because we're still pretty much in the house, not really going to going anywhere. They're they're in summer school, well, well, out of school for the summer. And around I don't know about eight thirty, uh, CDC comes downstairs. That's my wife. She comes downstairs. Shout out CDC. <laughs> and she's like, "Look, you gonna have to take care of this." And I'm like, uh, "What are you talking about?" So she handed me her phone, and I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "Listen to this message." <laughs> So we're going to call my neighbor, Bob. We're going to call him Bob. What up, Bob? So there was a message from my neighbor, Bob. And Bob doesn't, you know, Bob, Bob's, Bob, Bob, I thought he was a good dude. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so Bob left a message. Hey, CDC, uh, this is Bob. And your, your contractors that you guys hired, are riding their heavy equipment through my yard. And if they don't stop doing it in the next five minutes, I'm calling the police. The police. So I'm like, uh, so, all right, I pick, <laughs> I pick up the phone and I call back from her phone to Bob. And, and Bob's like, he answers and he's like CDC, which she just said my wife's name or whatever. And I'm like, nope, it's smug dude. <laughs> and he's like, oh. And I said, listen, man, the police? That's that's the first thing I said. Is the police? And he's like, look, man. He's like, they're they're driving their heavy equipment through the yard, and it's a problem. And I'm like, like, 
The police, though, what is the problem? The reason that you would have to call the police because we're getting work done at our house. I'm not standing over these people trying to see what's going on with them like they're out there working. And he was like, well, we have our propane tank and it's uh, it's it's underground. And if they run over it, it could create a big issue and leakage and stuff. And I'm like, but the police, man. And so so. So Bob, Bob's like you. He don't pay attention to the, what's going on in the news because uh, you, you would think after what's going on the last couple of weeks, about a month, uh, Bob, we don't, don't 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 call the police on nobody over some some neighborly stuff, man. Like we the, the, let's not call the police. Right. And the other thing is Bob doesn't look like me. Okay. So, but I'm not a bird watcher either. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob trying to be Amy Cooper out there. Bob, Bob, and I'm like, and I kept saying the police though. And and so yeah, man. So that's 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 how we started our day today, is being threatened to call the police because one little tire track ran, <laughs> <laughs> like literally. I should have taken the picture like you did when you got uh when you when you got kicked off of the sidewalk. <laughs> in, in, why, uh, in LA. Why you br- why are you bringing up old stuff though? Yeah. Like I, I, I gotten over that. So you just gonna bring that up, so, bring that up. So so one one little tire track <laughs> led him to feel like that it was so okay. You was trespassing. I'm with him there. You was trespassing. Yeah, but if he felt like it was okay to call the police. And so I'm thinking, I told him I was like, Man, if you call the police on them, you're really calling the police on me. Right. And that's not really cool. Um uh, and so yeah, that's that that was the A Young for the day. All right, that's a uh, that's a a young. Your favorite subject? It's your it's your. I'm I'm letting you leave. Yeah, no, that Rona. No, go ahead. I I you know I don't want the Rona. Like I. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk. I, I I can't wait till we can stop talking about the Rona, but it does seem like that's gonna happen anytime soon. Da da da. Now what's going on, man? So uh, how many people died? You you know all the a, stats. Go ahead, give it to us. We had a hundred twenty five thousand thousand have died. Hospitalizations are up a hundred percent since May in Texas, and fifty percent of those hospitalized are under fifty, which is uh different. The numbers of the ages of people being hospitalized are are coming down, which so is so they're scary. under age fi- uh, fifty years uh, years old. Yes, yeah, so those um, was it's kind of scary. New coronavirus cases in the U.S. have soared to the highest single day total ever. More than thirty six thousand new infections were reported by state health departments today, surpassing the previous single day record of thirty four thousand two hundred three, set April twenty fifth. So the uh, the numbers are, are are rising drastically. The good thing so far is that the hospitalizations is kind of saying staying steady, but the death rate is is dropping. Uh, but again, because this new outbreak is kind of just starting back up as of the end of May, we're not sure if the death rate is going to catch up because that's now about a three week lag. Right. From when the number of cases, but right now the the positive, even though the cases are going up, is so far the death rate is dropping. So hopefully uh, that continues. So, so we got Texas is on fire. Yeah, we got 
the Carolinas. Yeah. Is that right? Florida. Florida. Arizona. Arizona. Yep. And the your your great state. Yeah, man. California, California man. I, I our numbers are, are are going crazy. They actually just last week they made it mandatory. You have to wear a mask even when you go outside. But uh the, the mayor, the, the mayor, the governor today was even saying, man, hey man, if y'all don't keep these masks on, we might have to go back to this lockdown, man. So it's 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 scary what's going on right now here, man. Because I mean, I think pretty much if you go out, you know, you go to the restaurants or well, I don't go to restaurants, but you go to go somewhere. Pretty much everybody has masks on, but at the beaches and public places like that, and that's where he's really trying to emphasize people to please put your mask on. Still, so far, man, it's uh, it's no 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 mask in those areas. So that's why he's threatening to put us on lockdown again. Wow. Hey, you know what? Did you see did you see New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, what they did? About talking about they ain't gonna let people come in from Florida? No, well, pretty much anywhere. Like so if you are in a state where what's the number? Uh uh the seven day the seven day rolling average, right, is ten percent or higher positivity rate. Right. Um you 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 can't come in or you have to mandatory quarantine for 14 days. Yeah. Um but I, I from what I read it's not like driving or whatever. It's uh it's it's flying. It's flying, right. Flying. Which and- I I know they were trying to do that in the beginning when Florida was trying to be like we're not letting anybody from I just I what's the I need somebody to explain if I'm flying to New York, who paying for me to stay quarantined for 14 days? I Mitch, I don't know. I guess, I, I, guess the, I, I know I guess if, the I'm, government. if I'm going on the, if I'm going on the trip, like I don't have 14 days to quarantine. Well, like, I don't think it's I don't think weekend, yeah. a couple of days or something. <laughs> but I don't think you really have a choice. It sounds like yeah. it sounds like that's going to be the law and they have it set aside for you because they're like, well, man, might, we work so hard to get our numbers down and get them in, the, uh, you know, in check. That right. We're not we're not about to jeopardize that. But I wonder if I, I do they do it by your driver's license or can I drive to Utah and fly to New York and they be like oh he came in from Utah? No, I think I I would assume they do it by your driver's license. That's a good point though. Yeah. Like like they they listed the band like they said Alabama, Arkansas, Arizona. Let me see Florida, North Carolina. You mentioned Utah. Utah is on right. the list and Texas. Oh damn. Well, I didn't yeah. want to drive to Utah anyway, but I was just saying <laughs> as an example. <laughs> that, well, it's on the list, Utah and Texas. And it says it begins tonight at midnight. Well, well that's crazy because uh, not only are you talking about that, but the European Union is planning to open their borders back up, but they're planning to ban Americans from traveling starting July 1st because of uh, what's been going on with the with the because because they're saying the way we're handling the coronavirus. They don't they, they don't want American citizens in the European Union, man. That's that's crazy. Right. I mean, but like you can, can you understand that? I mean, you talked about one hundred and twenty thousand deaths. That's that's we lead the world. Right. Second, yeah, second have, number two, I think it is. Right. So we have the. Five percent of the population, but twenty-five percent of the coronavirus cases. Right. So five percent of the population, but twenty-five percent of the coronavirus cases. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. That's why I ain't flying nowhere because I ain't trying to give it to nobody. So yeah, I wouldn't want nobody, especially you on a plane. I mean, I've actually heard that being on the plane is actually kind of one of the safest places to be if you have a mask on because the way they circulate they circulate the air on the plane, but. 
my thing is, it's the airport. You got to go through a lot, especially if you're flying overseas, you got to go through customs. There's a lot of time in the airport before you even get on the plane with what they say that they're, they're cleaning the air. Right. Right. So what about, uh, the, the, so a couple things we're going to talk about Delta. Right. Right. And what is it like 500 employees? Yeah, five hundred uh, tested positive for the Rona. For, for the Rona. Yeah, and ten people have passed away, Delta employees, which is uh, obviously that's terrible for them. Um, but yeah, that's that's crazy because Delta's Delta's my airline. I, I fly Delta, and I also have stock in Delta, so uh, that, that's hitting me in a couple of ways. But uh, they trying to they trying to get us to go back, get back to traveling. Cause, uh, the senator from uh, Arizona is trying to give us a four thousand dollar tax credit for travel only in the U.S. I know you're. I know you're read up on that one. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I I was like, man, I just pass you the rock. Just just shoot it, babe. Nah, nah. Just it's yours. Knock it down, Steph. B- no. Bounce pass. Bounce you, pass. you said you gave me a nice crisp bounce pass. No, nah, actually, I went behind the back on this one. <laughs> so the tra- from what I read, like I read up on the travel credit, right? So. If it's your household income, if you marry, filing jointly, it's eight thousand dollars. So four thousand dollars per adult, right. and then they'll give uh, uh, five hundred dollars uh, per child, like dependent. And it's a it's an actual tax credit that you can use to travel domestically within the U.S. So the thing is, it, it's, it's proposed, right? It's it, it's not a, a, a law yet, but it's uh, it's proposed and it's been the bill has been introduced to Congress. It's called TRIP, the American Tax Rebate and Incentive Program, and it'll act as a tax credit. And so basically, if you travel within the U.S. uh, more than 50 miles away from your residence, then you're eligible uh, for this particular tax credit. And you don't actually have to fly. Like if you fly, you can, you know, you write off your uh, your expense for your airline or whatever. But like if you're driving, uh, uh away from your house and it's more than 50 miles, you can write off the mileage on that 57 and a half cents a mile. Like you would do if it was in a business, business expense. Well, I'm going to need our 34,000 uh, listeners though, to uh, make sure if they use that tax credit to make sure you fly Delta. Uh, <laughs> Cause my, my, my stocks, they, they're not looking good. So I'm going to need y'all to use, use, use that Delta. Right. But what we talked about, you know, earlier in the, in the, in the first podcast, the, uh, the scrimmage game, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, re- the, the rehearsal. The, the, the rehearsal is that, like, we don't necessarily know who can really take advantage of this tax credit. And so, like, don't think that it's going to be a check that comes in the mail for $8,000 or $4,000. Right. You know what people I'm saying? Think they, people think they're getting an exact refund. Like, yo, I'm getting a check for four Gs. Nah, all they're saying is they're going to take your taxable, your, your, your income, your taxable right. income down by this amount. So if you make $50,000 a year and you're married filing jointly and you don't right. have any children, now you make 42,000. Right. Right? They're just going to give you a credit. So that's, you know, the least amount of money you make, the less taxes you have to pay. Right. So there's going to be a credit and they're just trying to bring some stimulus it seems like at least from what I'm reading, some stimulus into the travel industry because the travel industry's been hurt really bad, you know, through COVID. And so yeah. so that's what's going on. My thing is, is that I hope they got some more stimulus than this $4,000 tax credit because the people who are really struggling, I mean, as we know, uh, next month into July, the uh, extra $600 that people have been getting on unemployment comes to an end. 
So the people that really need uh, a stimulus probably aren't the same people that would really be able to take advantage of a $4,000 tax credit to travel. Uh, it seems to me this tax credit, I mean, obviously it's about boosting the economy and boosting the travel industry, as you said. Shout out to everybody uh, using Delta for their travel. Um, and making sure that the economy starts to rise. But again, it doesn't seem like it's it's not aimed at the people who really need the money because those people will not be taking advantage of this $4,000. They trying to pay their rent or they trying to feed their family. They're not like, yo, we got, and again, it's not a check that you can be like, yo, it's $4,000 check coming in the mail. It's a tax credit for next year. Right. And also, I mean, like who going to take a trip and spend $4,000 or spend 8,000 or whatever the number is. Right. That's, that's well. rich people, middle-class people stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so we were also talking about the the host you mentioned in the stimulus check, right? Right. Not everybody can get us could could get a stimulus check, or they, got one, or got one, and they're talking about having a second round of this. And so, like, uh, some just just real quick, a couple of things that I saw is like like I said, high earners, and you had a question about that too as well. Like like basically, you you're not eligible to get that twelve hundred dollars if you make. More than not, it's like ninety nine thousand dollars. Yeah, ninety nine. Ninety nine. So if you make a hundred, hundred grand, if you make six figures, you ain't get, you ain't get you a get check. It. You ain't get a check, and then your dependents can't get a check either. So if I got See, kids, I you can't I get the check. I could have swore somebody I know who didn't, who didn't get the the twelve hundred, still got the money for their kids. I could have swore that's what they told me. Maybe, like you said, maybe they're going to have to get that money back. Yeah, though. and this article, it says they're going to have to get the money back. It says, yeah. if you can, and they italicize can, be right. claimed as a dependent on someone else's tax return, whether uh, or not you're actually claimed as a dependent, you won't receive a stimulus check. That means no payment to children uh, living at home who are 18, uh, 17 or 18 years old or to college students who are 23 or younger at the end of the year who don't pay at least half of their own expenses. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. Like I said, I, I had a friend of mine whose sister, <clears throat> I think she has like six kids. He said, man, <laughs> she got like five Gs. So <laughs> she was like, he said she voted for Trump no matter what. Oh, she, my God. She got, she got five Gs in the mail. Yeah. A, a, a little quick come up for her. Hey, man, she was like, yo, this, yeah, I'm chilling. Well, so speaking of like five kids or whatever, right? One of the uh, the the other things, uh, like it was like eight different categories or whatever that uh, people that could and couldn't get it. <laughs> and so it says if you owe child support, you can't get it. So that could yeah. go either way, right? Yeah, they, yeah. So you like I don't I don't pay for my kids, but hey, I'm gonna put their name on my taxes so I can get that five hundred though. <laughs> <laughs> or you a, you a dirtbag to do that or, or basically i'm about to get locked up because right. i have I'm, I'm in the rears and i can't pay my child support so they're gonna credit this 1200 dollars or whatever it might be toward, right. towards my child yeah. support expense yeah so what about your man man your listen, favorite tennis man. player hey man number one tennis player in the world novak Djokovic. He and his wife tested a positive along with a few other tennis players who played in a tournament that Djokovic held last month in his uh, home country. At this tournament, they had no social distancing. There was nobody required to wear a mask. 
And they made a whole weekend of it. They were playing basketball. They were playing soccer. They they weren't following no rules. Djokovic didn't really believe in the, in that Rona. But not only did they do the tennis, the basketball, soccer, but there's video of Djokovic and them online with the after party for the tournament. They were doing and when I limbo. say they was getting it in, <laughs> they was getting it in. No question. It was packed in there. Yeah, they was they was no social distancing. So now him and his wife got it. A few other players in the tournament got it. And now he's being like, man, that, that Rona's kind of kind of crazy, man. And the and the worst thing about it is you were talking about is they might have be ruining the the US Open from happening now because they were selfish. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause they, they just announced that the US Open was gonna happen and they had all these precautions for a coronavirus. And now they're talking about potentially backtracking and rescinding it. Because of what just happened with uh with the tennis players. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, go ahead. And tennis should be easy to socially distance, man. Like it, it's crazy. They messed up socially distancing tennis. Like you're not even close to each other, but they didn't they didn't have they had the fans in the stands. They the ball nobody was wearing masks. Right. And then they went to the club and they got it in. They did, man. I saw that. Find the video. Find the video. They they was getting it in. But he tried to blame his country. Like, well, they said we could be relaxed and we could do whatever we want. So we just figured we could, you know, we could could do this tennis thing. It's what what you talk about every week, man. Poor poor decisions. Yeah, it's what you talk about every week. You got to make good decisions. My man, Bubba Wallace, and my new favorite sport, NASCAR. We back in the news, baby. Bubba Wallace. I was going. We we need to get one of those breaking news. Yeah, yeah, my man Bubba. NASCAR. Tommy is a NASCAR fan. His new goat. Listen, man. I listen. Let's let let's not let's not tell no stories or lies. I did. I watched a little bit of the race again this week too, man. This is the second time I've watched NASCAR in the last three weeks, and. So if you include those two times I've watched NASCAR, that means the total number of times I've watched NASCAR in my life is now three. Three times? Yeah, and that includes the two I've watched in the last two weeks because of my man Bubba. <laughs> so what's what's so uh what's so fascinating about Bubba right now? Hey man, Bubba's out there Bubba's out there in these streets, man. But uh yeah, so there was a there was a noose found uh at at his garage over the weekend. Um and of course, when it was found, it was found by one of his team members who reported it to the head of NASCAR and they went and investigated and they released a statement saying they thought it was a racial attack. The FBI came in and said that they don't believe it was a racial attack because that noose had been hanging there since October uh, 2019. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they just have nooses hanging around in NASCAR, man. I just... Uh, yeah, they got nooses. So, well, they got nooses. You, 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 you know what I'm gonna say. You know I'm gonna do the devil's yeah. advocate thing, right? Yeah, just get a noose, man. You said nooses. just get a noose. Yeah, just nooses. They probably, not even probably, but they definitely have never had a uh, a, a black driver, right? Right. In NASCAR history. Oh, I don't know, but but was the first I've heard of. I know, don't, don't ask me no we, we NASCAR to, history we need, questions. We need, we need to fact check that, but <laughs> yeah, 
Oh, my NASCAR history goes back three weeks ago. So, so basically, everything that I know about there's there's no black driver, right? Right. So they probably did have this little noose tied in there somehow, some way. Never thought anything about it, right? And then somebody probably saw that noose and they were like, "Man, we about to give this to." Uh, I called him Bubba Watson earlier, but yeah, yeah, Washington, <laughs> Wallace, Winston, Wallace, whatever, Woodson. one of them black names. <laughs> so. uh so so they were like, man, Bubba about to come in here, man. We're going to leave this noose here for Bubba Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> we want him to see this thing. But you said they had a whole investigation, though. Yeah, FBI, they they did a whole, they brought the FBI in to investigate this thing. Like I said, FBI said it's been there since October 2019. <laughs> so now people are trying to call my man Bubba Juicy Schmoody. Because they said they they try to say it's a hoax like 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 your boy Jesse did man so now now they attacking Bubba. Did you call him though, Juicy Juicy? <laughs> <laughs> what, what what did Dave call him in the special? Did he call him something like that? Yeah. He called him Juicy Smollett. Yeah, you didn't see his that name special. Jesse. Yeah, he called him. He, yeah, because he was like the famous French actor <laughs> Juicy Smollett. Yeah. You ain't seen. I Hold seen on, you ain't that. you ain't seen Sticks and Stones. Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't think so. Maybe I have. I don't know. I I, I think you did because you said you saw my name in the credits. But uh, we we digress. We digress. I, we, I've never seen you. Well, maybe we, we ain't gonna talk about my name in the credits because you know I ain't got no job, so we're not, <laughs> not gonna bring that up. Yeah, back so, back to Bubba. But I'm just saying, like they found, so that they're saying that it's a hoax on him, but he didn't even report it. That's the part that's crazy, and and, and the thing is, is. So now they're trying to say, well, this is a fake. Th- this is fake racism. This is this isn't really racism. And so here's the thing that happened this weekend around that. So there was somebody bought a plane that said defund NASCAR. That was oh. being trailed with a Confederate flag. They found the noose. And then there was a whole bunch of people outside of the racetrack because they weren't allowed to bring the Confederate flags in. They had like a Confederate flag rally outside of the racetrack and there was a woman who was holding the flag proudly telling the black people there that I'm going to tell my children to hate you as well. So there were three incidents of racism alleged or three incidents that happened. And the one incident, the noose that Bubba didn't even find himself. They're like, see, this is a perfect example of people lying about racism. So there were three incidents. One of them wasn't, Exactly as they thought, and they're saying that that disregards every other thing that happened that weekend. That 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 that's crazy to me, man. That is, Racism that is so doesn't crazy exist. They said, man. Yeah, that that that's crazy how they found that. But but again, if you if all of those three things are happening and everybody knows that he's been in the news and NASCAR's been in the news for banning the Confederate flag, so if you walk into that garage and you see a noose hanging. And it's the garage of the only black driver. I'm just, I'm not sure how that wouldn't be your first thought that that was probably a racially motivated. Like, how would you not think that? Like, okay, they were wrong, but how, how would that not be your first thought? Oh yeah, absolutely. Everything that led up to that. And like I said about like my neighbor, Bob, you know, when they, 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 they show you who they are, they really are that. Yeah. Like, like if I came to your house, and we was hanging out and you was like, yeah, man, go ahead, go ahead out to the garage. And I saw a noose hanging in your garage. Like my first thought wouldn't be, damn, man, smug dude trying to send me some kind of sign. I just like, oh, man, that's crazy. He made a noose. But because of your history, 
that wouldn't be my first thought. I wouldn't think racism. That wouldn't be my first thought. Right. But with the history of NASCAR, what's going on? People outside complaining and telling black people, I'm going to tell my kids to hate you. If you got a noose at a NASCAR race, the first thought somebody's going to have is probably going to be it might be related to racism. I am really happy that it was proven that it wasn't. And NASCAR just I'm happy it's proven it wasn't racism directed at Bubba. But I'm also a little confused how they just had nooses hanging around because I, I worked before I got into this industry. I worked in the theater and we tied a lot of knots in the theater and a knot we never tied was a noose. You never tied a noose. We ha- we hung a lot of curtains, hung a lot of props, did a lot of stuff, man. <laughs> we never tied no damn noose, man. Yeah, that was crazy. And, and my man, he was on Don Lemon uh, last night. So. 34,000 listeners. I, I'm oh man. I'm I'm prepared now. I I don't like the news and the media <laughs> and stuff like that and uh Tommy, man. Tommy, I'm not a big fan of yours cuz you got me into this thing and we uh, you got me watching the news and all that kind of stuff now. Don't don't you hate your friends that try to educate you? Try to edu- try to educate me. So Damn, so like I'm I'm watching I'm watching TV now. I'm watching the news and stuff. <laughs> So he had an interview where he was talking about like the president of NASCAR called him up and was like really bent out of shape. And he said he thought he did something wrong. He's like, man, what did I say wrong in the interview? What did I do this time? And he was like that the president was like shook. Like, you know, I'm sorry. I can't believe this happened. You know, we're going to investigate it. We're going to get to the bottom of it, you know, so forth and so on. And so, so Bubba said he was in his trailer. Like he didn't even see it. Right. It wasn't like he walked into the garage and he found it and he held the noose up and said, see what I'm talking about? See how y'all treat us? It wasn't like that. Hey, I could just imagine holding that noose up and like swirling that junk. Yeah, man. Just imagine walking in the garage and like, oh, man, like, come on. A noose? Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. And then so, did speaking of Dave Chappelle, right. Juicy Smart. <laughs> I, I, I got to watch that one. I don't know why I missed that one. Yeah, so I mean, Dave had a, a, another special, A46. I mean, I don't know if you watched that one since you didn't watch Sticks and Stones, but uh, yeah, he had a special, A46 recently. I watched did, it. Did, did yes. you watch that yeah, one? Yes, I watched it. Okay, I mean, I just, you know, it, it was a topic, so I just had to make sure before we started discussing that you actually had watched it. That I was pretty just... cool. They were in the wilderness in Ohio, right? Yeah, yeah. And they in had, his hometown. They had a, they Not had his home, a, where he lives. Where he lives. They had a social, I, was that his, like, ranch or something is that his nah, place nah, you think nah, nah, oh, nah, okay nah, nah. Nah, like, nah, it's not his spot. so they had a social distancing uh situation where they where he did a uh a concert right or a comedy show right yeah 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 i saw i saw it i saw okay it. cool yeah so it was 846 so it was basically a deep look at the george floyd situation everything surrounded obviously he named it 846 because that was the uh amount of time that the cop held his knee uh, on uh, George Floyd. So uh, it wasn't really, you know, everybody's Dave Chappelle, everybody thought it was a comedy special, but he really didn't tell that many jokes. I mean, it was really more, from my perspective, it was more about uh, a black man kind of speaking his truth about what he feels about, you know, what was going on in the country right now surrounding right. George Floyd and police and the protest. Yeah, it wasn't really a lot of jokes. It was really just, you know, he talked about he talked about how he had been scared for 35 seconds when there was an earthquake. And he thought he compared that to that 35 seconds, how scared he was to 
8.46 that uh, George Floyd was, was losing his life. So I was listening to a, uh, somebody sent me a link to a uh, podcast that was, um, you know, talking about the, the special. So I cut it on, I'm starting to watch it. And I was watching this, I was watching this analysis of the special. And the, the thing that they kept mentioning was that they didn't like the special because at no point in the special did Dave ever bring up uh, gay and trans community. And okay. it, it, it really kind of threw me off because I felt like, again, the name of the special was 846. So clearly that means the special was going to be about the George Floyd circumstance. Yeah, it was specific it was a, to that. He said that. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a 30 minute special. It wasn't a three hour special. I mean, he clearly he pretty much stayed the whole time on that subject and related to that subject. Well, like you said, though. When he mentioned like he was scared for his life for 35 seconds. Right. He paralleled that with eight, you know, eight minutes and 46 seconds being knelt on. And imagine how he felt. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I've been, I was scared for 35 seconds for my life. But this guy got knelt on for eight minutes and 46 seconds. So it was all yep. about that situation. It was all about George Floyd. It was all about police brutality. It was all about inequality you know, in regards to, to race. Yeah. I, I just, it was, it was weird. Cause he, he didn't also, he didn't really mention the economy and people unemployed. I, I just thought it was an interesting take that someone watched that special and their criticism was that he didn't mention uh, the gay and trans community when it didn't, if it, it felt to me like you were looking for a problem to have with the special instead of taking the special for, for what it was. Uh, I mean, he, he could have done the special at the end. He could have just said gay, trans, women, uh, unemployment. He could have just read those things off just so you they were mentioned in the in the special. But again, the special was specific to this George Floyd incident. Uh, just it just felt like it's one of those things where you were trying to find you were you all. It's almost like you're trying to create a controversy to take away from the subject matter of what he was talking about. Like the subject matter with George Floyd and police brutality is kind of like black lives matter. Right. Like if we're talking about black lives. Like it doesn't mean that he doesn't also care about unemployment and stuff, but this special was specific to the George Floyd situation and right. circumstances surrounding it. Right. Right. And like you said, when you talk about fire, right, we, we are trying to put this fire out right now. That's what Dave Chappelle was trying to do. Right. At that point, like, you know, the analogy that you made about like uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, like if you're a fire department and then there's a fire. Right. You're going to run to that fire. and You're going to put it out. Right. And that's that's all he was doing. So you can't you can't necessarily I mean, you can say right. that he didn't say anything about gays and trans and, you know, no disrespect to that community. But it wasn't the time and place to talk about that. It wasn't nearly about that. He was hurt about the situation that went on. Um, and that's what he was talking about. But I disagree with you about him making jokes because he did make a few jokes. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he, he, he made didn't make quite I mean, a few jokes, but it was, he got awesome. a it was very off, serious, just, though. Yeah, it, it, was, it wasn't a normal... He wasn't there. I mean, he's Dave, so he's going to laugh a couple of times and, you know, you're going to laugh too with him. And he could just... He's the kind of person he could just say something, be like, "You nah, 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 was gonna laugh," but it wasn't like he. I didn't really feel like he wasn't trying to like. Usually, Dave's a storyteller. And he kind of works towards his jokes. Yeah, he didn't really work towards jokes. He was just like, 
yeah, shut up, you know, <laughs> like, yo, yeah, yeah. But my favorite part, my favorite, and I'll let you go on this one. But my 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 favorite one is when he talked about the uh, the police officer who um, he spoke up um, right against the other uh, against the other cop, and he was shunned, right? And so right. his he had a personal vendetta against mm-hmm. the uh, against the police force. And so he said that he was going to the Grammys and they offered to pick him up from the airport because there's this crazy guy out. And uh, and they wanted to protect anybody that mentioned his name. He's right. like, well, I don't know what y'all talking about because he like me. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm good. <laughs> So, uh, tonight, that's not actually, I'm, I'm not hearing the fireworks tonight. I'm not hearing the fireworks tonight, but so far it's been a lot of fireworks going on around the country. Uh, my neighborhood, please, to our 34,000 listeners, please go on the Nextdoor app. If you don't have the Nextdoor app, please get the Nextdoor app. It, the Nextdoor app is actually funnier than any Dave Chappelle special I've ever watched. <laughs> Why like, is that? People be on, like, this is this lady on the other day. She was literally posted like she's rounding up a posse because she was going to go around the neighborhood and she was going to go to people's houses. They were shooting off fireworks and she was going to find out who had it and she was going to take them to the police. So she literally was like posse up. Uh, so, yeah, it's been like I said, I don't, are, are y'all hearing fireworks in your neighborhood? No, no, I, I haven't heard any fireworks that I know of. Yeah, well, we this this we talking about conspiracies now, so. We've been hearing fireworks a lot, uh, and I know I've seen all the reports around the world, around the world, around the country, New York, et cetera, D.C., Chicago. So I, I was kind of wondering, like, why, where are all these fireworks coming? I mean, it is closer to the 4th of July. You know, usually as you get closer to the 4th of July, you do hear more fireworks. But the conspiracy theory about these fireworks is that the government passed out these fireworks as a way of desensitizing us so when they implement martial law and they're rolling down the street with tanks and rocket launchers and grenade launchers and those things are going off we're gonna be like oh oh that's not a big deal because i've been listening to fireworks the last 30 days i'm used to the boom yeah i'm used to the boom so yeah so if you walk out your door and you see a tank parked in front of your house and it's shooting stuff down you're just gonna be like oh that sounds like fireworks. I'm just going back in the house. <laughs> yeah, they say it's uh yeah, it's civil war, man. You gotta be prepared yeah. for it. You gotta be be able to uh not have so much trauma uh, while you're being under attack. Gotta get used to it. Yeah, I saw somebody who I actually <laughs> normally respect that really was on the news talking about she's heard reports that the government is driving around and dropping <laughs> dropping fireworks just like off the back of the truck for people to pick up and just start setting off. <laughs> oh wow. But man, it's uh it's a coordinated attack in black and brown communities, man. I, I don't live in a black and brown community. Hey, it's still fireworks over here. Like my community ain't black or brown. And uh, I hear fireworks every night. Every night. Every night? Yeah, but you know, I you know, I, I grew up in DC, so I ain't gonna lie, man. It's actually kind of a, a, a sweet sound for me, man. Like I couldn't when I first moved to LA and I lived in Valencia. Shout out the Reyes clan. It was so quiet, quiet. man. Like 
I couldn't. That quiet, honestly, quiet scares me more than noise. You, you like the white noise? I need something, man. But just like quiet and like crickets. Damn, I, I'm not ready for that, man. That oof. See, I so like yeah, I like quiet. I like the sound of fireworks. Wow. And so, so what is the other uh, con- conspiracy theory? So we got we got fireworks getting us prepared for martial law and civil war. Yeah, civil and war. war and war. And then uh, ever since the beginning, there've been uh, coronavirus conspiracies. Oh, yeah. You know, from 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 day one uh, to track everything the, we do. Yeah, yeah. One of the one of the ones from the beginning was that this uh, this whole coronavirus was actually started by Bill Gates and uh, Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci he's in on it too. Uh, and the reason that they started this coronavirus was because Bill Gates wanted to be able to inject us all with a vaccine that would allow him to track us as we move throughout the country and the world. So, uh, yeah, when that vaccine come out, man, you go ahead and get that tracking device implanted in you, sir. I'm going to wait for that second or third round. I'm going to see how your tracking device works. I'm going to wait a week. As soon as that, the day they announce it, I'm going to yeah. set my timer. Uh, uh, I'm going to put a, a, an outlook message in there. Seven days later, I'm going to get the <laughs> vaccination. They could put a chip in me. So they so they said so that so that that's the tracking. So so is so that's Bill Gates, George Soros and Hillary Clinton. Oh, are and, behind. and uh, Fauci. Yeah, well, Fau- Fauci helped start it. He's he's underlying. He, OK, yeah, he, he's not he's not a part of the, the, the tracking. Fauci okay. was just for whatever reason, Fauci, I, he must have got a big check. He was, the, he was the pawn. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and also part of the conspiracy is that it wasn't supposed to kill people. That's how it's gotten out of control. Like they had a brilliant plan to start the coronavirus, but it wasn't meant to kill people. And now they're starting to kill people. That's why they don't, that's why they don't let Fauci talk anymore. Cause he messed up the plan that, uh, Oh my God. Gates, George Soros and uh, Hillary Clinton had so they could, they could track us. But the funny thing is, is that people have really been on the news talking about this saying they're being tracked with this, uh, possible vaccine, even though we all are tracked every day by our cell phones. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause every time you go to ESPN, you go to ESPN and they be like, yo, we want to get your location. Like, why are you my location? Allow. ESPN.com. Allow. Yeah. And everybody, all of our 34,000 listeners, y'all all click allow when it asks you if they can track your location. <laughs> no question. Yeah. So I know I'll be doing, I'll be, I know I do that too. I just be like, man, just allow it. Man. I, you know, I, sometimes I click don't allow. And yeah. then after I do that, I'm like, man, you've clicked allow on 75% on everything else. So, like, what <laughs> difference does it make at this point? Man, but they, like, one of the first things that was really scary when this coronavirus first started, I remember one of the first things I was like, oh, is they were talking about it was, it was a big, it was spring break. So they were showing, like, some beach in Florida. And they were able to track by cell phone towers everybody that left Florida and all the different places they had gone. And again, like that was them able to track you. So you could see the people coming from Florida and you could just see them going back to on the map. You could see everybody going back to their different places all over the country. Oh, wow. I was like, I was like, now that is that was kind of scary to see it. But I was like, again, you know how they did that? They did it with their cell phones. Their cell phone. Yeah. Oh, man. And then so Bill Cosby is the next one, right? Yeah. So we talked about him last week. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about again. I don't, I don't watch the Cosby Show. I watch the Huxtables. Uh, that's that's what I watch. The Huxtables. Y'all can watch the Cosby Show. Uh, I watch the Huxtables. But uh, yeah, so when Bill had about 30, 30, 33 rape charges, 
a lot of people were saying that those rape charges were because he was trying to buy NBC. He got somebody framed him. Yeah, they framed him. They ain't they ain't owned by NBC. I don't know what kind of shows they thought Bill was gonna put on NBC that would make them want to frame him. Because I mean, Bill, I mean, they thought he was gonna do like a, a rape reality show or something. Like I, I just don't know what they thought Bill was gonna do. But yeah, they said uh, they said he was framed because he was trying to buy NBC. And I kept telling, well, how was like, he gonna you know, buy NBC? Yeah, because like, it's kind of tough. Like, isn't it like a bunch of parent companies and yeah. NBC don't own NBC. It's like NBC Universal, and then they're all owned by Comcast. Like, not no one person is just going in and buying NBC. Like, that's just that's just not how it works. But it's just always crazy how these conspiracies start. Uh, as we were talking about, man, it's just like it takes one. I, I don't even think this Bill Cosby thing. I think most of the time it takes like one little piece of actual truth. And then as we were talking about, it's kind of like the telephone game we were little. It's like you have one little piece of truth and you tell the next person and it just by the time it gets around the room, it's just completely changed. <laughs> right. And then, with, and then with social media, I mean, with Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, I mean, a story can be told is, yeah, man, I saw him walking into the store. By the time it gets around, I saw him walking to the store with a whole bunch of fireworks that he got from Bill Gates. I mean, it just it's crazy. Man. Yeah. And they sent him on the roof. To uh, desensitize everybody yeah, and to yeah, shoot them yeah, off uh, for two hours so that folks can get used to uh, to the noise and the sound. Yeah, uh, yeah, and probably and they probably gave him a vaccine for the fireworks too. That that was probably part of it as well. Well, rest in pr- peace, Nipsey Hussle. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so speaking of vaccine, like one of the other ones we wanted to talk about was was Doctor Sebi, right? Yeah, Doctor Sebi. Yeah, because Doctor Sebi died a few years ago but nipsey and a few, a few other people always say man they think dr sebi was killed but because he had the cure for a lot of diseases now i had heard about dr sebi and people have been saying people are going to kill dr sebi for a long time so my question would be to dr sebi is that if you knew people were coming for you why ain't you hit like a, a bcc of like all the mm-hmm. all the ways for me to uh cure cancer and all the other diseases yeah like, tell why, me where why that you thumb to drive to with you brother if you had to if you had to cure right right B- bcc me on that yeah or 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 hide that thumb drive somewhere put it in a safe deposit box or something like that yeah, doing yeah, the movies, man, right just, yeah i mean listen i get on facebook i get all of those messages that say please share this before it's removed from the internet <laughs> like dr sebi give me an email with that joke man. yeah i mean i i honestly believe like some of his work um, was was for the good and 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 actually helped you know uh, cure some of the diseases, yeah. but but cancer, like honestly, you know, can be bought. Like right. really, like if there was really a cure for cancer, I firmly believe that somebody would have it. Like someone would buy that thing, uh, just because like the richest of the rich are getting hit by cancer, and there's 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 no way for them to recover. They're dying from it. So like. Uh, I don't believe that one. I definitely don't believe that that conspiracy theory about the cancer piece, um, because well, it can't be bought. Don't say magic got bought bought that. No, I don't want to hear it. Magic bought the cure for AIDS. That's true. That's not a conspiracy. <laughs> he bought the cure. That's for not AIDS, a conspiracy. Huh? And you know how I know it's not a conspiracy because I saw that jump on MySpace. You saw it on MySpace, so that made MySpace. it real. Yeah, they, all these new conspiracies on like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Nah, the magic. Bought the cure for AIDS. That was on MySpace. That's the original OG. The original OG. Facts. 
<laughs> hey, we should put that. That should be the uh that should be the Wellington Park. <laughs> Wellington Park, Wellington Park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wellington Park, Welling, Welling. So, yeah, where we from? If you say somebody's Welling, say they lying or they exaggerating. And my man Dominic said, if you're doing that, you from Wellington Park. So, this week's Wellington Park is around the Shake Shack. <laughs> NYPD poisoning. This this is funny to me. So the NYPD brass reportedly cooked up a story about officers getting poisoned at Shake Shack because a trio of cops who complained about a funny taste in their milkshakes never even got sick. According to the uh, New York Post, the three officers uh, went to a Shake Shack after they actually ordered online. So again, the people, when they ordered, didn't know they were police officers. And they even said when they arrived that the drinks were already made. So it wasn't like they made them when they arrived. So the drinks were already pre-made. So when they arrived, they they had the drinks. They sipped the drinks and there was supposedly a bad taste in their mouth after sipping them. So they tossed them and alerted the Shake Shack manager who said, sorry, apologize and made good with vouchers for free food and drink, which the officers accepted. Things took a turn for the worse when the cops told their sergeant about the shakes and the sergeant sent the emergency service unit to set up a crime scene at the Shake Shack for evidence search two hours after the cops took the sip. Detectives, yes, detectives were put on the case, (laughs) but it was apparently pretty easy for them to solve after reviewing surveillance footage. Yes, they look at surveillance footage and interviewing five employees. The report says the video showed the shakes were normally made, no poison or funny business. But some of the Wellington that took place during this. Yeah, I was going to ask who was Welling. Yeah. Who swelled? So, so the Police Benevolent Association president, Pat Lynch, made a big show of visiting the cops at the hospital. At the same time, he and the union claimed that the police were under attack from a toxic substance believed to be bleach. They had started a hashtag, Boycott Shake Shack. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they ended up, ended up, the guy, the officers ended up not having any symptoms. And after a thorough investigation by the NYPD's Manhattan South investigators, it was determined that there was no criminality by Shake Shack employees. Uh, But yeah, so they ended up deleting those tweets and uh, there's been no apology. But yeah, they actually sent a crime scene unit and detectives (laughs) to investigate these shakes. They were basically just, it feels like they just say it was just a bad batch of shakes. But yeah, now they, they, they hashtagged, they were on the news talking about cops were being attacked and they were trying to be poisoned. And it, it, so the police department was, uh, they were welling? Yeah. The funny thing is, it wasn't even the police officers, man. They just told them that they had a bad batch of shakes. But the sergeant and then the, the police union, man, they they went crazy with the story. They man. need a it, win, man. They need, a, they need a victory right now. 
Hey, man, Wellington Park of the Week goes to the NYPD. <laughs> cool, man. Well, look, take us away. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll... man. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to shout out the good brothers from uh, podcast, Somewhat Privileged Podcast. They gave us a shout out last week on their podcast. So shout out to them. You can find them. I I get them on Apple, but I'm sure they're, they're the same place as we are. But uh, Somewhat Privileged Podcast is it's a brother Bush Rod. He's got his two kids on there. So it's a uh, gener- couple generations talking about uh, topics and issues in the news. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a pretty really good cool. listen. And I'm going to say it like I said every week, man. Please, if you can't take care of your family in life, please take care of them in death. And he, I'm taking that back a little bit. Even if you can take care of them in life, you know, when uh, when you pass away, it's already going to be a tough time for your family. So just dealing with the, the loss and, and losing you. So so at least, at least try to help out your family, get some life insurance. So that's, that's just one less headache they have to worry about. Build relationships before you need them. Know your DNA and why you do what you do and have a plan. Pull up and murder cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate.